Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be here with you live. If you're listening to us on the archives, there's many ways you can do that. Tell your friends. You can listen to us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, WS Radio app. Download the WS Radio app. It's really easy to use. And we also stream live on Twitter. So, uh, Marsha, what do they do if they want to listen to us on Twitter? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just answering Uncle Bill on Twitter. You be talking. Jim Katzman, Next US, a bunch of people, Success Train. Uh, they hashtag their tweets, Tech Radio, and they're listening, and we love to hear from you when we have the show on. Uh, our live cast is going on right now, so just look for hashtag Tech Radio. You can see a little bit of what we're going to talk about, and uh, we love to have you join us. Absolutely, yeah. And so, how was your week, Marcia? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. Busy. Lots of stuff. Mm, nothing really to report. Nothing exciting. <laughs> How about you? Big plans uh, well, for I, Easter I, and Passover? Uh, not too much. Family stuff. You know, happy Passover to everyone. Happy Easter to everyone, uh, for whichever one you choose to, uh, to celebrate. Uh, I had a, a wonderful week. I, uh, hosted Alan Alda this week at the Distinguished Speaker Series. And what a terrific guy. I am telling you, as nice as you would hope he would be, as fun as you hope we would be, great stories about MASH, great stories about my one of my favorite movies, all uh, same time next year, and just a really, really good guy. So uh, delighted to uh, have that opportunity to do that. And uh, so that was fun. So that kind of was the highlight of my week. And, cool. Uh, and I wanted to say hi to Valencia because she hi, just Valencia. joined us. Let me see Valencia. And yeah, so... We had a good show today. We have some interesting topics to talk about. Yeah, lots of good um, stuff. What about T-Mobile and banking? Well, before we just name it on T-Mobile, when I was in China, and they're on Twitter as WeChat app, there's an app called WeChat. And WeChat is what Mark Zuckerberg was told he should have made Facebook to copy. And, of course... Mark said, no, no, I've got a better idea. i got a much better idea, blah, blah, blah. Is well, that the way he said it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I didn't know he sure. spoke in a Texas accent, but yeah, go I'm ahead. I'm okay. pretty sure, yeah. So yeah. Um, he had his big ideas, but WeChat is the world's largest and most popular social platform. And what can mm-hmm. you do on WeChat? Well, you can do banking. You can chat with people. You can talk in the stream on WeChat. You can, I read Bill Gates has a blog he does in Chinese and English. Mm. I read that every week on there. Um, In Chinese you read it? No, I said he does it in Chinese and English. Oh, I just wondered which version you read. Oh, I'm definitely on the English side. Uh, uh, Bravo to anybody who can read Chinese or speak it for that matter. Right. Um, I was in a meeting with someone and I was talking to someone who was Chinese and English who didn't quite get what I was saying. And all of a sudden, my friend bolted out in Mandarin. And I went, whoa, whoa, how did you know that? So it's very cool. Very impressive. Yep, very Yeah, that was the language we all should have had our kids learn, period. Uh, Mandarin? That that was 
Mandarin, absolutely. Really? The key, it, well, it's the key to the highest paying jobs, absolutely, wow. for, in a wow. global All economy. Right. But anyway, so WeChat is it. You can shop, you can order food, you can bank, you can do just about anything okay. on this one platform. And uh, Zuckerberg didn't think that was really cool. Seems oh. it is really cool. But okay. uh, T-Mobile decided they're not a social platform, but that they are going to open a T-Mobile bank. Oh. What do you think of the idea of a bank that's by a phone company? I think it's stupid. <laughs> We've got enough banks. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're going to do something. You know, you can tell them about what you can earn. I mean, the percentage they're talking about here, earning 4%, that would be pretty high on a checking account. Uh, well, I think, a- I think it's incredibly cool because the average person in the United States keeps less than $3,000 in their checking account. Right. Right. So the rules on the T-Mobile deal is you'll get a 4% annual percentage yield on a checking account balances up to $3,000 right. and 1% on every dollar over that, which is still 1%. There's more yeah, than you're going to get at your bank. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, right. the deal is um, you have to deposit $200 a month. So it's going okay. to be kind of a balancing act to, to keep it around $3,000. Right. And it's a checking account with no fees, which is great. It's bank. It's backed by a real bank, so it's FDIC insured. Very yeah, well, important. important. That was Very the important. first thing. That was the first thing right. I messaged T-Mobile right. to tell. What's the story? So it's Bank Mobile. And it's all legit, insured up to $250,000. You won't have to pay ATM fees at 55,000 ATMs, which is pretty much the biggest network I could ever find. Has And you'll also get the T-Mobile rewards program and the whole thing. So, hey, considering T-Mobile's rates, remember they have that over 55 rate, if anybody is over 55, two for $70 a month prepaid. I mean, you can't beat yeah, that, and know. it's all un, all unlimited. I mean, I think so, it's interesting. There's no there's no uh, actual physical bank. It's all mobile, obviously. So you can't walk into a T-Mobile bank. Well, I bank uh, with a non-physical bank, so you know right. that's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have no, an account yeah, at no Citibank, but I don't mind. I've I've been banking with uh, back Orange used to have banks in the United States, but they moved to Canada only. Right. I was with them. And having an online bank, especially if you're paying bills uh, on the Internet and things like that, is very convenient. No fees, high interest. And if you keep up to $3,000 in your bank account, you can actually make money. So, yeah, make a little, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think go. it's fine. I just, you know, we've got a million banks and, I don't know, if T-Mobile. I'll be surprised to see how successful this is. But you never know. It's absolutely worth a shot. What the people, hell? People, I, I say people are going to love it. There's going to be a debit card and everything. And Bank Mobile has been around for quite a while. That's a, right. d- a division of cust- customers' banks. So, yeah, like you say, there are plenty of banks, but there's only one that's paying 4% interest on your money. Right. So there exactly. you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, okay. So Uber, you know, th- there have been so many horrible things that have happened in ride shares 
you know, murders, rapes. Uh, it's been god awful, and it you know makes you wonder: Do you really want to do that? Certainly, if I would say, if you're a woman alone at night, that's probably something you don't want to do. Um, and apparently, starting today, Uber will begin sending out push notification to riders in Columbia, South Carolina. That's their test market. Um, they also plan to add a pop-up banner inside the app that'll remind you to verify your driver once you start the trip. Okay, um, let's let's pull the car over right here. Okay. Uh, let's 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 just pause for a moment. Is there anybody who uses Uber or Lyft who doesn't look at the license plate to be sure it you know, matches what is on the app? Wait a minute, because if you're not, you're not being responsible well, sure. at all. I mean, uh, that's I mean, when we're using a ride service, that's the first thing I look for when a car pulls up to me. Absolutely. So you look at the picture of the driver to compare it to the driver. Nah, yeah, nah, I don't do that. Okay, let's so, say it's a black Kia something or other. Right, okay. okay. I'll look for a black Kia something or other. And then on the app it says the license plate number. Right, right. And I look for the, at just the last four digits because I you know, can't remember the whole thing. Well, but right, uh, I always double check. And then you ask the driver before you get in the car... What's your name, and where do you have me going? Right. Because only the driver would know that. Right, of course. So, so yeah, I, you I mean, know, a whole, a whole lot of this to me is just silly that people aren't taking responsibility for their own safety. But go ahead. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, a lot of people don't do that. A lot, you know, you're on vacation. You know, I was in Hawaii in December. We hopped into Ubers all the time. I didn't do any of those things. Now there were, you know, there were five of us. So, you know, it, it wasn't like I was alone or a woman getting in the car by themselves. But I think a lot of people just, you know, hop into these things. And a lot of the times the issues have been that people have been drinking. So, you know, they're in a bar. They call an Uber because they can't drive home, which is the responsible thing to do. And they don't really pay attention to what they're doing. And there's well, been a one lot of, the of this going on. I definitely recommend to people, if you can afford it, book the better Uber. Don't book the bottom you Uber one. XL? Uber XL or Uber Black. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's what we do because I feel it's safer because if somebody's driving around with a Okay, a higher quality car. Maybe he's taking this rideshare business a little bit seriously. Right. Maybe a little bit more seriously than somebody who's, you know, got his Dodge Colt or whatever right. it's called. Oh, yeah. Right. And, you know, and, and drives around every once in a while. You know, I want somebody who's serious on it. I actually read an article that there was an Uber. Well, he drives for Uber, Lyft, and another service. And the guy makes $75,000 a year. So, I mean, he's serious. There are yeah. some of them who this is a real career and right, right. take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to be careful. And uh, there are just, as I said, there's too many not so wonderful things that have happened for people that not didn't realize. And, and sadly, sometimes it's actually a real Uber driver that has caused these issues. So there's that to worry about as well. It's not just phony Uber drivers. Sometimes the actual real Uber driver that picks you up may not be the nicest guy. In the I don't know. My mother told me never to get in a car with a stranger, and I'm bending that exactly. rule as it stands. So yeah, just a be, little bit. Yeah, well, you be think about that's careful. Funny. You know, you, know? you think about the things that our parents told us years ago. Exactly what you said. Why would you ever get into a car with a stranger? And now we do it every day. So, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. That is really tough. Okay, um, today is a special day, Marsha. 
What, Happy 420 day, everybody. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Happy. Well, and, and, and I have to tell you, you know, there's all this banging noise about CBD, which is derived right. from the cannabis plant. Now, they say cannabis plant. In case you didn't know, uh, cannabis is also hemp. Hemp is legal, and mm-hmm. they make ropes out of it. It's a very, very useful plant. Um, it's tough and it can be used in all kinds of methods. So realize also that marijuana or THC, which is the active part of marijuana, is still federally illegal. Right. So any business who's out banging the drum on CBD, trust me, it's probably derived from the hemp plant. Right. Now, whether this makes a big difference, I have friends who've said that, you know, CBD works and it helps them and they take it and, you know, their arthritis is better. But bottom line, um, I've also known people with the opposite effect. They say it's effective in treating inflammation. And I do have to tell you that I have one friend who switched from CBD to Arnica Montana, you know, Arnica Montana gel. Then the Arnica worked better than the CBD. I can tell you that I use it myself. It comes in a little bottle. It's by a company, Elixir, I think is the name. And it's a rub, you know, um, it's like a a rub-on deodorant, kind of one of the old days with the little balls on it. And it has helped me. It doesn't fix everything. I play racquetball, so I've always got some kind of soreness somewhere. But I have some neck issues. And when I rub it on my neck, the pain goes away. And it's, you know, it's not a cure, but it, and I've used Arnica and I've used all those, you know, the other kinds of things. There's one called Sabra, I think it's called Sabra or Sombra or something. That's also there are one so of these many things. different brands. There's, There's a million so of them, many but, but it actually does work for me, you know, and, so, th- and that, that is legal, by the way. I believe that's both federally and state legal. Uh, uh, using, right, but using it, the oil, point right. is, the point is, it's not from the marijuana plant. It's from right. the hemp plant, which right. is, you know, there's a lot of confusion out there. Will it make me high? No, it won't make you high. It's made yeah, from exactly. a plant that you make ropes from. I mean, that's, right. that's the bottom line. And yeah. it doesn't work for everybody. And some no, people have not. CBDT, um, uh, all, you know, aside from rubbing it in, or they eat it, or they drink it, or whatever. Yeah. It works for some, works for others. And, I mean, they say you'd likely want a microdose with some food and drink products so you can enjoy more than a teaspoon. Well, first of all, there's nothing to enjoy. It's not going to make you high. You're right. just hoping no, right. that it's going to cure what fixes yeah, you. So exactly. there, there is a lot of bad information out on the oh, Internet and, and everywhere and the billboards and everything. Just remember, if it had marijuana in it or it had any way to make you high, it wouldn't be able to be sold publicly. No, correct. No. If you if you really want to try it, eat the brownies. That's the ones that make you. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. That'll kill or, you. Oh uh, no! If I've brownies, had edibles, can't do can't do it. Oh my! The gummy you don't, The thing is, you have to have it on a full stomach first of all. Right. Right. Swear to God, it sounds like you're chewing gum. What can I say? <laughs> uh, it's a weird thing. And the other thing is, you don't know from. I, and I, I, the truth, I've never tried an edible. But the reality is that if you sit down and do a plate of brownies, and you eat six of them, what's that going to do to you? Okay. Nobody well, tells the story you. is just so you know from somebody who has had edibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't hit you 
unless you have an absolutely empty stomach okay within the first 20 30 minutes okay so what people tend to do is oh, i don't feel anything there's not so much i need to have it, right. some more yeah no don't do it don't do it bad things will happen to you i promise you i've been there <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's not it's not good if you're going to do edibles, take a tiny bit first. Hey, and if it doesn't work for some odd reason, the next time take a little bit more or only right. take a tiny smidge more. It really nothing to mess around with here. I mean, our sh you know, our show is heard in Washington DC. I hope the the feds aren't coming after you for uh, eating illegal substances even though it it's is It's not illegal in the state of California. Correct. So, Correct. But they okay, but they're the so. feds. They're the feds, oh. and we're not violating any federal laws whatsoever. So we're go. good. Okay, we're good. excellent. Uh, all right. So um, and so. For, by the way, four twenty being, I I can't quite remember why. What was the significance of the four twenty? Mm. I don't remember. Do you remember what that was? Because the four twenty well, is marijuana day. It was day. definitely in the nineteen seventies. It was the code word by kids in reference to 4.20 p.m. because okay. that was when they went out of school yep. and they'd meet and smoke weed, supposedly. Oh, okay. I don't buy it. You know, what can I say? But, okay. okay. All right, <laughs> moving on. Say. All right, so you can apparently recycle your iPhone. How does that work? Mm, yeah, I read this article about how Apple is, whoa, you can recycle your iPhone. This mm -hmm. is wonderful. Apple unveiled a robot named Daisy. It now uh -huh. has two of Daisies. They can each take apart 1.2 million used iPhones per year and recover their valuable materials. Wow, cool. Mm. No. It can do up to 200 phone take apart 200 phones an hour. Okay. Uh, I, you know, so I that I, nothing. I mean, oh, go okay. them, but it doesn't seem terribly efficient to me. 200 phones per hour, considering the amount of iPhones there are in this world. Um, but what I'd like to do, you know, is that they're not paying you to return them. They may give you credit depending on the phone. Right. Okay. But older phones, you're not getting any credit. You're not getting anything. Um, Apple calls it the Material Recovery Lab in Austin. It's yeah, a 9,000 cool. like square that. foot facility. But mm -hmm. the point is, aside from making you yourself feel good that you're doing something for the environment, you're giving Apple back parts. Right. I really feel that in the end, just like we can turn in bottles and cans, there's going to be legitimate places. Because remember, when you buy a piece of technology in California, you pay a 5% recycling fee. Somebody reminded right. me of that this morning. And to be honest with you, I can't uh, I didn't have a whole lot of time to investigate on the Internet, but I don't know where it goes and who's using it. So you're paying. Then you're giving it to Apple. Here, Apple, you need some money. Okay. Have, right. have my phone. Yeah, I think as things work out, we're going to be able to get something for our used technology. Well, I mean, if you look at this article, it says 44.7 million metric tons of e-waste uh, occurred in 2016. And mm -hmm. Apple says it refurbished 7.8 million of its devices in 2018. Uh, so there were uh, they saved yeah. more than 48,000. And, and what tons. did they and what did they do with it? 
if they refurbished. They repurposed them, they recycled them, they resold them, they resold them. That's right. So we're making Apple wealthy again. Is that (laughs) Where we had a story last week where a guy bought a broken iPhone on eBay and he went to iFixit, got parts, and he's got a kit. And he's Uh out there refurbishing his own phones and selling them. Right. So, I mean, if you want to just donate to Apple, good on you. But right. I think it's a much better way for people to be able to, uh, you know, make some money on their own. Or, you know, like you sell your phone to Gazelle or something like right. that. Right, right. Exactly. I mean, at least you're getting something for it, and yeah. they're recycling yeah. it. And so, that's you a know, decent I'm just, amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, they, not, they, I'm not donating to Apple. I'm not donating yeah. to Microsoft. No, 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 no. Hmm. So, no, yeah, no. that's my take on it. Okay, well, Tim Cook won't be happy with you, but okay, we can move on. Um, Uh All right, so this story kind of cracks me up, I have to say. Uh, So Samsung has their Galaxy foldable phones, right? They're $2,000. They came out recently. There just seems to be a little problem with them. Apparently, they're breaking. So well, I we can't. didn't predict that or anything. No, right? not at all. No, 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 right? not at all. I, I said that the first day I saw the device, but that's I'm sure that it works or they wouldn't announce it. I think maybe they had a run of really bad ones because yeah, it happens. Sure. You're not going to you're not going to launch a phone if if you, you think it's going to break. You I mean, because they think obviously so, would you? So they probably shipped out the wrong phones, and they did say they'd replace them. So I'm waiting to hear what happens when these phones are replaced. That's well, it. apparently, according to the, they, the, a bunch of journalists, which is tech journalists and gadget reviewers, uh, it, you know, went to an event to, ha- to see how they worked. That's not the best place to give your tech people a faulty phone. And apparently Absolutely. they started. Yeah, they started reporting flickering, malfunctioning screens after. Yeah, less but they than two again uh, after they used it some. But I'll bet you that a crap ton of them posted great reviews on this super phone before it broke. Well, oh, probably. and that's one of the problems with the the tech media. Right. Of and course. I won't do that. I have to play with a phone, check it out, yeah. use it, compare the camera. Right. I got to do stuff. And I would have found out that it, oh, it's broken. So yeah. <laughs> there's that. I mean, you know, the best laid plans. I mean, remember when they came out with the face recognition? I don't know if you happen to be watching the Apple uh, live streaming event when they brought the last iPhone out with the face recognition. And whoever the guy was, it wasn't Tim Cook, but it was one of the guys, couldn't get it to work. So it was really kind of an interesting. So even the best laid plans of super giant tech companies who have a lot of money and should know better, sometimes this stuff doesn't work. So well, I when guess you I'm, donate your iPhones to them, they're even bigger. So well, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. But I would say that it'll be interesting to see where these foldable phones go because it's kind of a cool idea if they actually do work. And they no, the only will. foldable phone that I really like and we haven't seen it yet is the new Moto Razor. Because that yeah. folds up into a little small thing, and it opens up into a phone. And boy, if that works, that's going to be the greatest thing. That's going and to be And I read fabulous. a review that said, eh, don't like it. So, you know, it's everybody well, has their own the, opinion. But There yeah. you go. There yeah, you go. So I don't even think it's out yet. So, by the way, hello, Diana Adams, Adams Consulting hey, here Diana. on Twitter. So there you go. Uh, so, yeah, so on. You okay. had a story about uh, the nonsense between... 
Apple, Qualcomm. So why were Apple and Qualcomm arguing in the first place? Why why did they have all this giant lawsuit? Well, you know, they've had these lawsuits going. Intel, which made 5G modems, uh, is now apparently getting out of that business. They announced that. It was uh, after Apple announced that it settled lawsuits with Qualcomm. Um, Intel previously said they'd have 5G modems available in 2020, uh, although most people doubted that they would make it good, and now Intel is not even in that business anymore. So apparently there was the big lawsuit between Apple and Qualcomm. Um, and I'm trying to, re- you know, it's funny because that's not part of the story, but I, c- I can't actually remember what the lawsuit between them was about. Um, and I don't know. Do you I remember believe, what it was? I believe there was some IP nonsense because okay. huawei is the only company that ever steals anything right well of so. course yeah nobody in the u.s <laughs> would ever do that of, of, course, of course yeah right. but that's what it was about there were ip issues between apple and qualcomm and uh so they decide to settle i think i think it's a political move definitely a political move where you're going to try and get companies in the u.s to build Big, big, big 5G, but the problem is they're not ready. They're not ready to do it. And China is going to have 5G in and in place within two years. Which is about what we were saying. You and I have been saying for years it'll be a couple of years before 5G actually Yeah, but it's not in the United States. uh, I've read some studies, and it's not going to be until eight, nine years because there's too much infrastructure, and we don't have the technology. Interesting. If Huawei's copying everybody else, funny, they have the technology and nobody else does. So Yeah, oh, yeah that's interesting. Yeah. Right? I did, I did read an interesting article recently. A guy did a review of the new Apple um, camera that said that, you know, there was a lot of talk about your P30 uh, Huawei phone having the world's greatest camera, and they were saying that the new iPhone camera is going to uh, surpass that. So we'll see w- whether that's well, actually true or not. Well, Mark, you, ju- you just violated tech radio. Well, right, of course. <laughs> right, because everybody yeah. says what's going to come out is going to be right. the absolute best, right? Well, always. And, and, and we don't know. We just don't know until no, we actually see that. something. Yeah, so, yeah, no, the phone that you and I are going to come out with is going to be the absolute best. Yeah, we're, the we're tech radio, the with, Mark and Marsha yeah, tech radio phone. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's going to come out. You know, we, gonna well, we're going to do this like we, do, we you know, with um, Tesla. You're going to need to send us $10,000 up front in cash, and we promise to deliver it to you sometime in the future. Does that seem fair? Huh. Yeah. Well, I, I got to tell you, the way the world has come, you're absolutely – Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have to warn you about some apps quickly in the next uh, segment. So you're going to come back with your buy of the week, right? I will do that. You got a good one? Uh, You got a good one? I got a good one. I think so. All right. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Catch in number two. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. 
It's very easy. WSRadio.com. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 